Welcome to Tinker Time, the podcast that brings you big Bible questions and jokes, songs about Jesus and jokes, a seven-part adventure in space with Mission to Dendros and jokes, yep, and jokes, the biggest of which is your singing. Well, you're certainly living up to your name today, Mr. Grumpy. It's true. Well, I'd like to see you do better. Oh, I've been waiting all series for you to say that. You have? Oh, Michael. They used to call me the Nightingale of Bolton. Because of your singing? No, because I used to annoy everyone when they were trying to go to sleep. Of course, because of my singing. I'm like Ken Dodd, but with less teeth. You haven't got any teeth. Exactly. When you're my, my, my New York, New York. You see what I mean? I know all the classics. Well, maybe you'll get a chance to sing on here at some point. Talking of which... Nice segue. If you'd like to hear a second series, plus a second audio adventure like Mission to Dendros, then check out rocketfuelhq.com forward slash Michael J Tinker. 21 new supporters on level 5 for 2021. That's what we're aiming for. And that should give us what we need to bring in the actors and writers and make another cracking show for you. That sounds good. And the more supporters we have, the more music we can make. You had them for a second, but now you've lost them. Anyway, have you got a, a big Bible question for today? Michael's big Bible question. Today's big Bible question comes from the Bunker family. And they ask, In the perfect Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve were naked and knew no shame. If God is making a perfect new heaven and new earth, like the Garden of Eden... Why are all the visions of heaven of people clothed in white? Well, thank you, Bunker family. You're doing something called biblical theology, exploring the links between the different stories of the Bible. The idea of clothes and shame comes up a lot in the Bible. So, let's explore it. One thing we need to know is that colours and numbers are really important in the Bible. For instance, white is seen as pure. Revelation 7 verse 14 says, They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Hang on a second, Michael. (coughs) If you wash something in the colour red, it's not going to come out white. (laughs) That's a really good point, Mr Grumpy. Have your parents ever put white clothes in with red clothes? They come out pink, not white. So what's happening here? Well, this is picture language. Jesus' death, that's what the blood of the lamb means, makes us pure, white, and removes the stain of our sin. It's like Jesus' death is the best washing powder ever, and that stain will never, ever, ever come back. If we're pure in this way, it means we can live forever with God. So that's why they're all in white. It's picture language saying that Jesus makes us pure through his death on the cross. Do you want to dig deeper? What numbers and colours represent things in your culture? For instance, what colours do you think of with weddings or funerals? Twelve is a really important number in the Bible. It represents completeness. What groups of twelve can you think of in the Bible? Oh, don't tell me, Michael. You've got a song about that new creation, haven't you? I think you might actually like this one. 
go, my brain. Okay, here we go. Knock it out. Oh, I'm making all things new. Oh, these words is true. the show at uh, the adventure isn't until later no 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 joke of the day <coughs> mr grumpy and his joke of the day joke of the day what's he gonna say mr grumpy and his joke of the day joke of the day what's he gonna say now i don't even like jokes right michael here we go here we go are you ready i'm ready what is black and pink? I don't know. What is black and pink? A mildly sunburnt zebra. Ho ho! Yes. 
<laughs> nice. Um, why can't a car play football? Uh, because it's got wheels? It's not a quiz, Michael. you you got to repeat the thing back. Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, why can't a car play football? Because it only has one boot. Whee! All right, and uh, um, last one for today. <clears throat> Why does a giraffe have a long neck? Uh, I don't know. Why does her giraffe have a long neck? Because he has smelly feet. Hey, <laughs> smelly feet. Oh, that is a good one, isn't it? I do like that one. Well, now it is time for the next episode of Mission to Dendros. When we left them, the crew had been captured. Is there any way they can escape? Well, let's find out. Uh, Roberta? I am Roberta, the onboard computer. Play the tape. Affirmative. Mission to Dendron. Episode 5, Rescue Mission. Ah, get off me! There's no need to shove. Look, there's been some terrible mistake. Right, throw them in. Mr. Grumpy, put out my ear. You'll never get away with this. Pretty sure I am getting away with it. Is this how you treat your guests? Terrible. There aren't even tea and coffee-making facilities. No soap. No sink. This is how we treat unidentified aliens. Oh, come on, we're hardly aliens. We just come from a planet far away and... Oh, yeah, that does make us sound like aliens. You will wait here until the king decides to see you. A king? The founder said that the planet shouldn't have kings. Well, you can tell that to the king when you see him. And when will that be? No idea. We could be here for days, weeks, months. Don't worry. On a polar expedition, I once shared a tent with a fellow for six weeks during a snowstorm. Is this the bloke who decided to go out of the tent into a blizzard and never be seen again rather than be in the tent any longer with you? That's the fellow. Nice chap. I couldn't stop him leaving. He was quite insistent. I know how he feels. I was like that with Michael when we shared a long car journey and he started singing. I nearly leapt from the car at 70 miles an hour. Well, there's no escape from here. It's okay. I'll bend the bars with my super strength. Igor. Yes? Do you actually have super strength? No. So we're stuck here until they let us out. Yes! Well, at least we're still together. Yeah, that's a real plus. Although, are we all together? Roll call! Crew assemble! Attention! Now, ship's captain. Ship's captain. That's you. Ah, yes. (laughs) Present. (laughs) First mate. Present. Head of security. Present. Chief Navigation Officer. Where's this present? I want a present. Chief Engineer. Chief Engineer? Good 
Greg, I'm back. I just went for a walk in the forest and it was fascinating. Dendos is so beautiful and I think I saw seven new species of hummingbird. The founder did a wonderful job here. Hello? Where is everybody? Hello. Oh, hello. Roberta? Yes. I thought you were, well, kaput. However, using artificial intelligence and complex algorithms, I have rebuilt myself using the original source code in the ship's onboard firmware. Um? I'm back. Oh, so where's everyone else? They were taken hostage. Hostage? Oh dear. A tracker code in Michael's watch indicates they are in the Royal Palace. The blueprints would suggest they are in the jail, having been taken prisoner. Well, we have to rescue them. Yes, we must try. I'm their only hope. Yes, I can get you there, but you must be my hands and feet. Don't forget my brains. I am familiar with the capability of your brains. Alice Clark, I remember that IQ test I took at school. My teacher said I was one in a million. Yes, I believe you. So, what now? I have loaded myself onto this detached mobile device. Take me as you head north. Right you are. Here's the device. And northwards we go. <clears throat> oh, is north this way? <clears throat> that way. That way! Yes, that way. Continue north for three miles. Right. Let the rescue mission begin. So, Michael, you are about to meet the king's right-hand man. How do you know my name? You're wearing a name badge, you lemon. <laughs> yeah, Septima likes labels. And if I'm not much mistaken, you're an agent of the JBI. What? How would you know that? That's not on the label, is it? I recognise your watch. Standard issue for JBI agents. People join for the gadgets. Oh, I didn't. I joined to serve the founder. Weirdo. But how do you know about the gadgets unless... Agent 11. I'm not Agent 11. Anymore. Michael. Who said that? This is Nick, the King's Chancellor. Oh, oh up on that throne. It's not a throne. It's just a golden chair. And King's Chancellor is really too grand a title. I'm just his go-to guy to get things done. Caretaker, bottle washer, and general dog's body. Call me Nick. Well, uh, Nick, you know that the Founder doesn't really want Kings to be in charge of planets. And oh, but the Founder would love our King. He's lovely. Really quiet. Wouldn't say boo to a goose. Doesn't even know any geese. That's not really the point. I've been sent to get you to re-establish communication with the Founder. Oh, I do think that will be terribly difficult. Our comms unit is a bit worse for wear. I'm not even sure it works. And we're fine just muddling through here all by ourselves. That's not really the deal, though, is it? The Founder created this planet, so don't you owe him your loyalty? Oh, did he really create this planet? Even if he did, it pretty much runs itself now. He doesn't need to bother with us. We're just fine. You'll see. You'll get used to it. 
used to it. Oh, yes. You're staying, of course. I mean, it's such a beautiful planet. You can't possibly want to leave. And why should you? You can stay for as long as you like. Thank you, but I'd need to report back to the JBI. Oh, I'm sorry. That really won't be possible, I'm afraid. We can't let you go back now. Stay. It's lovely, isn't it, Agent Eleven? It's true. It's great here. Stick around. Or we can get you a nice house. Lovely garden. Or you can just sit around in that damp old prison cell. It's up to you. <laughs> anyway, I really must get on. There's so much to do. Ta-ta! So, back to the cell? Uh, yeah. I think so. Turn left here. Left. Right. Uh, no, left. And the palace is on your left. Oh, it doesn't look very grand. Where's the main entrance? This is a secret back door with only one guard. Ah, clever. I can ask the guard where the main entrance is. Excuse me. No. Who goes there? I'm Dr. Von Pompernickel. Dr. Von Pompernickel. Clever, are we? I'm smart too, but in a different way. I'm sure you are. Now, I'm looking for the main entrance for the palace. What for? I want to get into the prison. Oh, not so clever now, are ya? How do you mean? Going through the main entrance will take ages with all the security and the bag checks and searches and then all the corridors and doubling back to the prison will take ages. Oh, I see. The prison's basically on the other side of this door. Really? All the same, I'd feel better if I... Don't you believe me? I know where the prison is and it's right behind that door. I see. Well, uh... If you don't believe me, clever clogs, I'll prove it's quicker to go in this way. I'll just put the code in the keypad. <laughs> and we're in. Prison just down there and on the right. See? Ah, danke schön. Still don't believe this way's faster? Well, I... Fine. I'm going to go out through the main entrance and walk back here and prove to you how much longer that would take to prove that I'm right and you're wrong and that you're not as smart as you think. OK. OK. So, you'll just have to stand here completely unsupervised for at least ten minutes, OK? OK. Huh. See you in ten minutes at the earliest. That went surprisingly well. So, was it down here and left? Right. Down there and right. Ah, it, yeah. It's a difficult choice. I mean, if I agree not to go back and stay here, would that be so bad? It is really nice here. There are very pretty flowers, hi. And the butterflies. There is so much to explore. Maybe we should stay. Wow, I, I didn't think you guys would be up for it. Have you all gone completely mad? I should have known you'd have a problem with it, Mr Grumpy. Are you kidding me? You're saying I'm the one with the problem. 
You were sent here on a special mission by the JBI to reconnect this world with the founder who made this place. And listen to you lot. A few hours in a prison cell and you're about to give in. Pathetic. You know what, Mr. Grumpy? You're right. Don't try and be funny with me. No, no, you really are right. You never say I'm right. Well, for once, I have to admit the truth. You were right, and I was wrong. Did anyone capture that on a smartphone? I want that as my ringtone. I'd have to be mad to accept Nick's offer. But he is just so persuasive. That's all very well, but what do we do now? We're stuck in this prison cell with no hope of escape. Hello! Can I help you escape? How did you get in? Oh, you know, just talk to the guard and wandered in the back door. He'll be back in a few minutes, so... Dr. Von Pompernickel, you're a genius. Wow, never thought I'd hear all those words in the same sentence. I know, it's quite a day for firsts, isn't it? Ah, yeah. Hey, Dr. Von Pompernickel, you missed the bit where Michael said I was right and he was wrong. Guys, we need to get out of here. Throw us the keys. Come on, do it. Actually, I'll take those keys to open the door so you can join your friends. What? Nine! No! Don't do it! Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Come on, Agent Eleven. Let us out. Not possible. Just not possible. Take the deal. I did, and I'm happy. Are you? Yes, I am. I really am. Really, really happy. You don't sound it. You'll come round eventually. Bye. Well, at least we now really are all together. Yep, still not very comforting. Episode 5 was written by... You guessed it, James Carey, and starred Anna Nicholson and Michael J. Tinker. Sound was created and edited by that Nicholas Alexander. Join us again for the next exciting, incredible, amazing, stupendous installment of Mission to Dendron. Well, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Tinker Time. We hope you've enjoyed it and learnt loads. And we hope it encourages you to go and dig into the Bible for yourself. Remember to subscribe to the podcast and to rate it. And check out rocketfuelhq.com forward slash Michael J Tinker so that we can make loads more of these episodes and the drama. See you later. <laughs>